Welcome back to the Alice Deloche Show, episode 101. How are you doing? Happy Mother's Day weekend, everybody. I got the camera on. We are recording the Alice Deloche Show, as you people know. I've been talking about it. I've gotten some feedback. I'm getting feedback on the camera and the angles. And I got to be honest with you, I'm trying to figure it out. It's, it's not in my wheelhouse, people. I mean, it is, but it's not like OK, I heard please don't lean into the mic too much because we can't see you then. So I'm flipping the screen this week and we're going to see how it works. Oh, God, my hair's such a wreck. And and I don't know if I should do the screen horizontal or vertical, but you know what? Whatever. Anyway, if you are watching this on YouTube right now, I am wearing uh, one of my new shirts from the Gap. Uh, it is their big shirt dress, their big shirt dress. And I got it in a size small, which you know I love. I got it in a size small. And um, it, the one that I'm wearing now is a, a, a bright blue color and it's a white pinstripes and it hits at the knee and it has a nice tie at the waist so you could cinch it because that's the only way I'm ever going to look thin is if I cinch at the waist. You know what I'm saying? But I'm doing, I'm recording vertically so you could see more of me. Anyway, let's talk about this, okay? Episode 101, Mother's Day. What are you people doing for this weekend? Here's the thing. I'm a mother. A lot of people have mothers. I am lucky enough to still have my mother around. The thing is, is that on Mother's Day, you know what I want to do? I want to be at the spa. I want to have a lovely lunch with my daughters. I want to just walk around the city and be fabulous, darling. You know where I'm going to spend my Mother's Day? In a car, because I got to go to my own mother's house. And I'm not saying that I don't want to do that. I don't take my mother for granted or anything. I'm happy I have my mom here. But like really driving in the car on Mother's Day is not my idea of relaxation. Anyway, I said, Ma, what are you making? She's like, Chinese. So that AKA she's uh, catering in Chinese, which my mother is, we only eat Italian food in my house. Uh, well, America, she makes a meatloaf. She makes good meatloaf. She made a good meatloaf growing up. But we only cater like Italian food in if we're catering or Chinese. Like for my communion, we had Italian and no, my communion was at a Chinese restaurant. That's a fancy one. And then my confirmation, we catered in Italian and Chinese. I, I, I don't know if she knows that any other cuisine exists. I'm like, Ma, you want to have Indian? You want to have? C no, no. <laughs> so Chinese on Mother's Day it is. I am not going to be doing my juicing diet then. I'll tell you that much. Anyway, fact of the day, let's do some mother facts. The average age in 2017, the average age, can you guess this? The average age for a mother in the United States, 26.8. That was the average age for a first time mother in the United States as of 2017. Um, how old was I when I had my eldest daughter? I was 30. I was 30. I was almost 31. And I had my other daughter at 32. Yes, I was almost 33. That's, that is when I had my kids. Um, people having kids so much older these days. Do you want to know the oldest? Can you die? Okay. Let's play trivia. What, how old do you think the oldest woman in the world became a mother? The oldest woman in the world. Did you guess yet? I know you're definitely like 60. 60 no, wrong. 74 years old, 74. Okay, there's a woman in India. Her name is, I have her in Mangayama Yaramati. At 74 years old in September of 2019, 
Mangayama gave birth to two babies with her 82-year-old husband. And guess what? Two years later, he dropped dead. That's sad. No, it is. It's sad. But I don't understand. What are you doing having babies at that age? She And you'll die. She, it's not like she got pregnant on a fluke. She had IVF. I mean, who in their right mind says at 74, you know what? I'm going to have extensive IVF treatments and I'm going to get knocked up because I need to give the miracle of life. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I think, you know who else I think had babies older? Diane Sawyer. Didn't she have babies older? Didn't she have like surrogate twins or something like that? And you know who else has an older daughter? Because her daughter goes to dancing school with my daughter, Hoda. You know Hoda from TV? She, uh, her, my daughter takes a Broadway class. Of course she does. My younger daughter, Vivian, she's the dramatic one. She takes a Broadway class on the Upper West Side and Hoda Cobb's daughter goes there. And she's an older woman. She doesn't look older, I got to say. She looks very fabulous. I think she's um, in her mid-50s. But her, her daughter, I think is, uh, her daughter is younger than mine. Her daughter, I think, is like four or five or something. But anyway. But, uh, but, but you know what? Everybody's been celebrating Mother's Day for a long time. The Greeks started celebrating Mother's Day. They had spring celebrations in honor of Rhea. This is the goddess. I think that's how you pronounce it. It could be Rhea. I think it's Rhea. But uh, the goddess of fertility, uh, motherhood, and generation. So a happy Mother's Day to everybody. And I hope you're doing something nice. I hope you get a decent gift. Like, you know, something other than a macaroni picture frame. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I've had such a hell week. You have no idea. My daughter was sick and I w- and then I got her, her sick. You know, people don't understand this. My boyfriend doesn't understand because he doesn't have kids, but it's like you have kids and what people don't tell you is you're going to come home with every freaking germ virus that these kids have and it's so skeevy. But my daughter went to school, you know, whatever, this past week. And um, in the middle of the night, she started projectile vomiting all over my bed. She was in my bed. She said, oh, I don't feel good. So I said, okay, come mommy's bed. And she started projectile. Hold on, I got to fix my bra. Oh, you know what? If you're watching, like, come on, you don't care. Um, I, she, she, she sit, sits up. She starts projectile vomiting all over my bed, in my sheets. And the worst, it was in the fitted sheet. So you, I mean, come on, you parents that are listening to this, you've been there, right? Like I had to, when I had to change the sheet, I had to pick it, the sheet up, so like scoop it together. And it it was like a puddle of swamp throw up. I'm sorry if you're eating. I mean, on, it was disgusting. It was, and then she kept going in the bathroom, you know, projectile. I mean, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting upset. I'm getting agita just, you know, thinking about this, but I felt bad. I, I mean, I felt so bad and she was so sick, you know, the next day I, I didn't even sleep a wink. I, Oh, and my machine, my washing machine's in the basement. So I couldn't do anything about the sheets. I'm washing the sheets out in the tub at three in the morning. Oh, I can't. But my poor little doll, she was sick for a few days. And then lo and behold, of course, I also got her sick. And um, let me tell you, what a torture. What a torture. I was projectile vomiting. And at one point, I mean, it just got ugly. I mean, I, I, I'm not even gonna, I'm going to spare you the details. I don't know what it was from, but I'm convinced it was some little, my mother's like, you got COVID. No, we didn't get COVID. We took COVID tests. It came back negative, mother. Um, but we're better, thank God. Uh, and, and you know, I I was upset because I had to not do some shows, but, you know, say lovey. It was better off. Mm. I don't know if you're watching. If you're watching, you're seeing that. I, sorry, I just had to take a sip. I have to forget. I forget that I'm on like, camera and audio, you know, it's different. Uh, but I just took a sip of the juice. I made a juice last night, carrot, pineapple, and ginger. I got this Hamilton beach juicer. 
I didn't want to spend a lot of money. Okay. Years ago, I bought a juicer from Williams-Sonoma because I thought I was a big shot and I thought I was going to be juicing like hilarious. And I went into Williams-Sonoma and I was like, I'll take the best juicer you have. And they sell me this Brayville or Breville, whatever it is. $500 juicer, waste of money, never used it, pain in the ass. Um, and now I wanted a juicer to do my juicing diet that you know I'm on. And I bought this cheap $50, whatever, Hamilton Beach juicer. And I got to be honest, it's really, it's it's very good. And it has a wide mouth, you know, so you could just like cut the apple in half and just throw it in there. But I've been doing juice. I've been having a, a juice in the morning. Like I've been having my coffee and a celery juice. And then again, in the in the middle of the day, I'll have another juice or a smoothie. And then I'll have whatever for dinner. So this juice, it's good. It's actually really good. Pineapple, carrot, and a little bit of ginger. It, it's 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 a beautiful juice to drink. I got to be honest, because it tastes like juice. And my mother's like, juice is still sugar. It's like, okay, okay, it's sugar, but, but I'm eating, I'm, I'm drinking carrots, ma. I'm drinking, I'm drinking carrots. I mean, it's not that bad. I mean, because you know, I could go across the street to Dunkin' or Starbucks, and I get this dragon fruit refresher or whatever they have. Everybody's freaking raving about. Or I saw it in the window. Dunkin' has a thing: mango culotta, mango pineapple. You know what that is? It probably pumped up with crack cocaine sugar in there. And one sip, one sip of that, and that's it. I'm a size three queen. I don't need that in my life. Um, you know what I do need in my life, though, is that I was on Amazon trolling for Milani Spice Lip Liner. You know, that's my favorite. And I, as I put in lip liners, I saw, and they still have it as of this morning, um, Revlon Color Stay Retractable Lip Liner in certain colors is on sale on Amazon for $1.91. So I bought like three of every color. That was a dollar ninety one because I don't know. I just keep a few lip liners in all of my bags at all time, like a potpourri, you know. So I thought I'd share that. You might, uh, you might find that uh, helpful if you're a lip liner girl like me. And you know what else I've been loving, by the way, I've been loving that uh, Egyptian magic cream I told you about. Remember I told you about that overnight, like oily moisturizer. I was didn't know if I should use it or not. I got one for me and one for my sister for her birthday. I've been putting it on the Egyptian magic. I've been putting it on, you know, you put it on your palmy hand, you make a little thing, you do the face at night. It's, it's been, it's really good. And I don't have dry skin, except in the winter, my skin is chapped in the winter, but my skin is like T-zone oily. If you're watching, you probably could see. And it, but I'm telling you, it makes me look radiant. I, I feel like a goddess when I have Egyptian magic moisturizer on, I'm just saying. And if they shouldn't pay me for that, then I don't know what the hell I'm doing in this world. I was reading in a, um, in a paper about, I don't know, weird food stuff. I don't know why. This is the only things I like to really read about, you know? I mean, because all well, the politics, Roe versus Wade. I, I, I'm not even going to talk about it because I just can't. And I just, just whatever. But I, I, it's too political for me. I'm always like, don't you care about politics? No, I, you know what? Yes, I do, but no, I don't. Does that make sense? Yes, I do, because it's important, and because like, and I'm an upstanding citizen, and I'm tra- I'm an adult, and I'm like need to care, but like, no, because it stresses me out and it triggers like my post traumatic stress disorder. So I'd rather eat stuff about like the new jelly belly flavors. Could you sue me? And one of the flavors, Cold Stone Creamery, an ice cream shop. Jelly Belly flavors, um, birthday cake, apple pie, strawberry blonde. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I, I like regular jelly beans, you know? Nothing is like 
black jelly beans. Oh, I love black jelly beans. Like I love a CVS brand bag of jelly beans. The green ones, the lot, you know, I also like spice drops. Oh, I love spice drops. Love them. Love them. But, you know, I never was a big, I like Jelly Belly. Some of the flavors, they have like lemonade flavor. And I'm like, oh, this is delicious. But then they butted popcorn and I'm gagging. I'm gagging over the bowl, you know? They have a chocolate chip jelly bean. No, I'm not going to, I don't want to eat chocolate chip jelly beans. If I'm going to eat chocolate chips, I'm having real chocolate, hand in the bag, hand in the bag. And you know what else I read? Oh, in the same article unbeknownst to me, someone was making a gamer themed charcuterie board. And this is, you know how I feel about charcuterie boards. I feel that they were invented by the Italians, obviously, because we put meat and cheese on slabs of wood. That's it. I don't care what anybody else wants to say. I, I think the Italians, we could, we could claim credit to that along with lots of other things, but you know, who, who's bragging here? <laughs> and, um, so a gamer-themed charcuterie board, all the things that a gamer, somebody that plays, is a rabid video gamer, all the things they would love to have on a charcuterie board. And uh, one of the things was Mountain Dew flavored jelly. Mountain Dew. Does that interest you? Does that re- really Mountain Dew flavored jelly? Like what? So you're going to take a piece of your brie, smear it on a cracker and get a little of that Mountain Dew jelly on there? I never was a Mountain Dew fan. I think maybe when I was young, but this is, they had the recipe. So I want to say it was a three and a quarter cups of Mountain Dew soda. So I, 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 what is that? Two cans? I don't even know. Is that two cans? How much is, how many, uh, how many, how many cups are in an ounce and how many ounces? I think there's 12 ounces in a can or is there 16? All right. Three and a quarter cups of Mountain Dew soda two tablespoons of lemon juice, four and a half cups of sugar, and one uh, packet of gel, gel pectin. And that's it. You, you, boil, you boil the Mountain Dew and the lemon juice in a large pot. You bring it to a boil, you cool it, and then you follow the gel pectin directions. And, um, and, then, and then I think you got your jelly, which, you know, jelly, is, jelly and jams are pretty easy to make. My girlfriend Priscilla um, makes them a lot. I have the gel pectin from like the day I watched Pioneer Woman like 12 years ago. And I was like, oh, I'm going to make starting to make jelly. And then, you know, of course I never did. Um, but it's a cute idea. If you have to go to somebody's house or you want to bring something. Hmm. Excuse me. It's this, let me be honest. The, the juice is not as refreshing as a seltzer, but just saying. Um, if you have to bring somebody something to their house for a party I don't know. A themed charcuterie board is a cute idea. I wouldn't pay for one, but uh, making one, it seems cute. Yeah, you know, teach their own, to reach their own. Also on the food note, I uh, was talking to my mother because she used to order spices from a website online and they were, and then I ordered them and they were good. And, and then I saw this like website in a magazine. I said, like, was it the Spice House? And it was. The spicehouse.com, we, uh, she used to order spices from, and so did I. And when I was reading, they had this um, spice white cheddar cheese powder. I know it sounds gross. It's, it's $8. It's $8. A white cheddar cheese powder from the spicehouse.com. Here's the thing I love buttered pop. I love popcorn. Oh, I love popcorn. I love buttered popcorn. I love kettle corn. 
I love all popcorn. I loved pop quiz from the 90s. Do you remember pop quiz? It tasted terrible, but you put it in the microwave and, and it came out like a surprise color. Oh, I loved it. I, I absolutely love popcorn. Um, I, I, I love movie theater popcorn, but I bought recently a uh, store brand, regular, not Jiffy Pop, you know, just plain. And it's plain, plain, because, you know, it's diet plain. And I thought it would be nice if I had something to jazz this thing up with. And I decided to uh, order this white cheddar powder. So I'll let you know how it tastes when it comes. I know what you're thinking. Is she really going to pour cheese powder on popcorn? I know. Next thing you know, I'm going to be telling you I'm pouring nutritional yeast on popcorn, which, by the way, is supposed to be like the vegan Parmesan cheese alternative. I have it in the fridge. My boyfriend's like, nutritional yeast. You think that I'm going to put something called nutritional yeast on my macaroni. Are you kidding me, Elise? And I'm like, what? It's vegan. We're trying to be healthy around here. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I got to be honest with you. I can't mention any names because my mother will have my head. Uh, But someone in my family had a party. I mean, I can't even believe I'm saying this because it's so recent, but whatever. Someone in my family had a party and they, I mean, I really, honestly, I probably shouldn't even say this. You know what? Who cares? Someone in my family had a party and posted all these pictures about the party online, right? And they didn't invite my family. They didn't invite my mother, uh, her brother, her sister, my grandmother, you know, whole family's insulted. My mother wouldn't have known about the party if there was no pictures online, right? So, I, two things came into my head it was like, one, is this a bit? Because that's, you know, story of my life. But it's like, it's like, I'm always so concerned about my kids on social media, right? I'm always concerned, like what, what my kids could possibly see. What are they watching on YouTube? What's going on there? How can I regulate the whole thing? What's worse for kids on social media is the parents on social media. The mothers, I mean, have you ever seen 50, 60, 70, 80 year old people on social media calling you up? Oh, look, she posted so-and-so. Don't don't like her post. Don't comment. And, you know, my mother, my mother's, yeah. Oh, you you better not comment. You better not comment on any of that. And I'm like, why? I get it. I get it. But, like, just because you, what are you, little kid in the schoolyard? Like, oh, I wasn't invited to her birthday party, so no one could comment. You know, it's just the whole social media, just the whole thing. The whole thing is bad. It's bad, bad. And it also, and, and, you know, and this is like a part of my family because, you know, we're family here. (laughs) This is a part of my family that my family, my family and this other part of my family, they always had like some, something going, some arguments going on. They have like a a thousand year old argument going on. It's like, I don't want to fight your argument from 120 years ago. In, from Sicily, I don't need you to bring, we're not Sicilian, we're, we're from Naples, but I don't need you to bring that argument into my life. You know what I'm saying? Like they're Italian family, the kids, we are born into like arguments. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if you're Italian and you have a baby, you might as well say, you know what? When this child's going to be born, when little Giuseppe is going to be born, Giuseppe is going to hate cousin Irma, cousin Joseph, cousin Anthony, because they're all dead to us because of an argument we had 120 years ago in Sicily. I mean, is that not the case? You know, and it's like all the families and who, you know, my my mother's like, if you comment, it would be a grave disrespect to me. I'm just like, get the hell. Do you know how crazy you sound? A grave disrespect because I would comment on some 
30,000 twice removed cousin's birthday post. Get the hell out of here. But this this is this is what we do. This is what we do. And then it's, you know, do the right thing by the family. I'm not saying that I don't want to do the right thing by the family and like not comment. I can't even believe I'm saying this. But it's like, really, social media is is it is bad, bad, bad for, for the older people. One, they're hearing about stuff that they do not need to hear about. OK, and two and two, it is it is reinforcing these old thousand year old vendettas that people have with their families. And I can't stand it. I just can't stand it. I, I mean, does your family have these kind of things? I honestly, I have never met an Italian that um, I have never met an Italian that hasn't told me about someone, someone's dead to them and some stupid. It's like ri- ridiculous, ridiculous, honestly. And it's always on Facebook for some reason. It's always on Facebook. I um, like it's not on Instagram or TikTok because no offense, but for my listeners that are in their 50s and 60s. You, 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 a lot of you aren't on that, those platforms. And I don't know why you should. Actually, that's not true. A lot of you are on there. But it, it's, it's just, it's just wrong. It, the whole thing is just wrong. Um, this is all I really need. All I really need. I told like half a story because I think midway through the story, I thought, oh, my mother's really going to kill me if she knows that I'm talking to the public about some cousin's birthday party that she wasn't invited to and how insulted she was. But the other, by the way, and the other thing, it's like, why the hell wasn't my mother invited to the birthday party? You know, like it was a giant birthday party. It was like in a catering hall. It was like a hundred people. Why weren't, why, why why wouldn't you invite the whole family? Like, what's wrong with you people? You know, like, what's the big deal? What skid off is it? You know, it just extends a couple more invitations. You know why? Because people don't care. People don't care. And, 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 and while social media has made us so hypersensitive to things and hyper aware and whatever, it also made people desensitized to pictures and to sort of social graces, right? Because we just put sometimes any old thing out there or we just, you know, post any pictures and we never really care about how something's going to affect the other person. And I don't know, I, but I said to my mother, if you're so insulted that you weren't invited to the birthday party, why don't you just call her up and say, you know... I didn't do anything for my birthday. Oh, my sister didn't do it. We haven't done anything for our birthdays for the last, you know, few years. I saw you at this big party. Like, oh, I, I would have loved to come. I would have, why did it, why, why, why not? Who, who cares? I told my mother, who cares? She's like, over my dead body. All right. Okay. With the dramatics. This is the last straw release. Okay. Oh, okay. I said to Chris, my boyfriend, what the last straw? Like, what? How many straws did the person have? What did you have prior to this? Because, as far as I was concerned, you're always mad. There's always something that you're mad about. Anyway, I don't know. It's just not good. So, did you guys ask for anything for Mother's Day, by the way? Do you ask? I mean, I, you know, I have a great relationship with my ex. And, Sometimes, not when he drinks. He's, I, I don't want to say he's an alcoholic. He's not an alcoholic, but you know, he gets a little sharp tongue when he drinks. I, I drinks, I, I can't, but I have no shame to tell him what I want. And I don't say anything like I want a check. You know, I'm not like rude. Although that wouldn't be rude. It would be helpful to be honest. But I did, I told him I would love to get a massage. That I would love to get a massage. I told him my favorite uh, place in the city for a massage. If you ever want to go to Japanese spa, 
downtown at the Greenwich, the Greenwich Hotel on Greenwich Street in Tribeca. It's owned by De Niro, by the way. And that's not why I'm, I'm impartial to it. But uh, the Greenwich Hotel has a spa in there called the Shibui Spa. Uh, S-H-I-B-U-I. It is amazing. It's a Japanese spa. They have a beautiful pool, like lounge area. They have really cool kimonos. You know, I have a kimono obsession. I actually bought one of the robes uh, when I was there one time because I just loved it so much. Um, and it it was, it's just, it, to me, it's so zen. It's so relaxing. Um, I, I've been to a, spa, a lot of spas, but you know, like there's the Great Jones Spa that I'll go to if I want like a air quotes cheap massage in Manhattan and that's not cheap. And I'm not talking about a $15 nail salon massage. I'm talking about like if I wanted a $120 massage, which is not that cheap, but the Great Jones Spa is like the only place. Shibui is expensive. It's 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 much pricier, but I love it. So I told my my ex, I would love mom. I said mommy would love mommy would love a massage at Shibui. Or I told him Lay Labo. Lay Labo is on Elizabeth Street and they are a fragrance company, a fragrance house, and they make candles and perfumes and shower gels and all this stuff. And the scents are so delicious. In fact, the plaza has Lay Labo make them little uh, little toiletry things. And when I say that the plaza a few years ago, um, I uh, stole all of them, of course, off the maid's cart because, you know, because that's what they're for. That's what the maids' carts for. There for aren't the maids' carts there so you could just have a little life? I mean, I think that maids' carts are there to elevate your hotel experience. What's life if you can't like have a little fun? I mean, I'm not trying to get my kicks by drinking five brandies under the table. Like I, you know, I'll swipe a little uh, extra shower gel. That that's, that does it for me. So they have this um a couple of scents that I like. I I told him I would like. He's not going to get that. And I also told him the last thing I told him which he should have no problem getting was I would love a 19th century English cookbook, particularly of baked goods, because I'm watching Downton Abbey and I'm super into it. And by the way, TV talk show is fabulous. It's fabulous. And, uh, oh, what's this low power mode? Oh, go scratch. And, um, sorry, I'm back. It was something with the, the camera. I, you know, I just can't with this. Um, I would love to make scones and cakes, you know, like the br- real British style. I do for my kids. You know, I make the fruitcake every year, but I really do think it's important to keep up with the kids' heritage. I mean, they are first-generation American on my husband's, my ex-husband's side. And uh, so I, I really want to keep up with their British tradition. So I hope that he gets me that. He's not because I got a text from him this morning that said, sorry, Elise, darling, I've already gotten you a Mother's Day gift, which means he probably got me a card that the kids wrote. That's fine. But I am going to get the cookbook for myself. And you know where I'm going to get it. Big tip, big shopping tip right here. Um, The two best cookbook stores in Manhattan. Oh, my God. I feel like you probably don't even know this. Well, you know, there's Argosy right? On like 57th or 59th street. That's fabulous. Five floors of books, all kinds of antique books. But if you want just cooking books, the best collection of cooking books, two stores, Bonnie Slotnick's on the Lower East Side. Bonnie Slotnick is a woman. She's just amassed tons and tons of old vintage cookbooks. She sells them. She sells them with little trinkets, little Wedgwood eggs, little tchotchkes, little piece of Limoges, all this crap all over her store. 
Bonnie Slotnick's. I haven't been there in years and I hope she's still open because that's where I'm going to go to look for the, the British baking book. And uh, the other one is Kitchen Arts and Letters, which is on Lexington and 92nd Street. And they, it's a, that's a very small shop and they have um, all of all of the all the cooking books, all the great ones, uh, vintage ones, out of print books. But I like Bonnie Slotnick's better because she's not as snobby as the Kitchen Arts and Letters people. And I go into Kitchen Arts and Letters a lot because it was near my kids' preschool. So, or used to go in there a lot. And I was in there recently and they told me they're going to charge for delivery to my apartment, which wasn't like that far away. And I knew there was another bookstore around the corner that would do delivery for free. So I was like, the hell with you people. I'm going around the corner. So that's that. Kitchen Arts and Letters and Bonnie Slotnick's, if you're in Manhattan and you want to do cookbook stores, that is the best. And, you know, we probably should not on this episode, but we probably should talk about that more. I'm actually writing down a little note because I, I found some absolute gems gems at these stores. So that's, that's on my wish list for Mother's Day. That's, that's what I'm, I'm hoping for. One thing I might buy myself though, cause you know, I love a good treat is there is this brand of shoes. I don't know if you know this brand. I did not know this brand of shoes um, until I walked past the store, which was years ago. Uh, it's on Madison Avenue and it's a, a pricey uh, French brand. It's called Arch, A-R-C-H-E. And the font is very chic French. It's very like, you know, no squiggles, no swirls, just just very, very plain French font. I think it's red, their logo, just red lettering, arch. They have these sandals. They're wedge sandals and they're kind of like a suede top with a, you know, like a peep toe and like a caged suede top. Um, the, the, the style is Agora. E-G-G-O-R-A, Agora sandals. And they have other styles that are just like this, that they're just like different colors. I got to be honest with you. I put these on the other day. I was trying them on. They were like butter, like butter. Let me tell you something. There have been many a times that I have walked into Saks and Bloomingdale's and, you know, bought myself a pair of Manolo's or, you know, Todd's loafers or you know, just whatever, Christian Louboutin, which by the way, like, I don't care what anybody says, not that comfortable. And that run narrow, run narrow. But Salvatore Ferragamo, you know, I worked I worked on Wall Street. I have a lot of shoes. And, you know, I would buy, and Manolo is very comfortable, by the way, but I would buy all these shoes, um, treat myself, and I would wear one pair of shoes. I would wear like one, I don't know, $600 pair of shoes. I, I don't know, I'd wear them. I'd wear them like six times a year. And there's nothing better, as we all know, than putting on that one fabulous pair of heels when you're all dressed up, you're going out. But why the hell aren't we wearing those kind of shoes in our everyday life? Now, I don't mean stiletto heels that are going to make you fall over and, you know, give you like, like a broken hip. I mean, like good quality, super comfortable spend your money and wear them every day, enjoy them every day. It's like people with sheets. It's like, you know, rich people say, oh, I, I won't spend on certain things, but I will always spend on sheets because we sleep, you know, a third of our lives or whatever. I like that mentality. And this brand Arch, like they have this, the shoes, they're expensive. They're 300, 400, $500. But these sandals, they're 395. Oh no, they're 365. But I'm telling you, I haven't gotten them. I went into the store, I tried them on and I felt like I was walking on a cloud. I felt, and they were a wedge. They were like a three-inch wedge. They were sexy. I tried on the black pair, the black like cage, you know, suede top, the little peep toe. Mm. I think that's what I'm going to buy myself. 
I saw online that they had them in a teal suede, which I love, not as practical. But then I looked again today and I didn't see them. So that's, that's I think, going to be my little mommy treat, the Arch Agora sandals. Anyway, that's enough from me, right? That's enough. Let me know if you think this vertical, if you're watching on the video, let me know if you think this vertical is the way to go. I don't know. I'm just trying to do a good job over here. Okay, the quote is by Esther Hicks. Um, actually, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's The quote is by Willie Nelson today. Once you replace negative thoughts with the positive ones, you're going to start having positive results. Willie Nelson, I agree with that. Once I started telling myself, you could do it. You're going to be successful. Just You're going to do your comedy and you're a success. You're already a success. You're fabulous, darling. Do you know I started becoming successful? I swear to God, I kid you not. All about the mindset. I think I said this last week. The only people that win my fa- one of my favorite shows alone on the History Channel, which, by the way, is coming back at the end of May. The people that win that Survivor-like show aren't the ones that have the best skills, are the ones that have the best mentality. So that's what it's all about, people. Anyway, thank you, as always, for listening. I'm Elise DeLucci. I hope you have a fabulous Mother's Day, and I will talk to you soon. Oh, and I hope you don't have any family drama. And if you do, I'd love to hear about it. Talk to you. I'm gonna go